So, when I was a kid, I went to, like, a summer camp for Jewish kids. And, um, every summer, the last event we had was the horribly named Color War, which was not an attempt to incite a race riot. It was dividing the camps into the white team and the blue team, so... Well, you were Jewish, so it's only white kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, so... Every summer, they have, like, a celebrity come to kick off Color War. And the, this summer, Spider-Man 2, the movie, was coming out, and they got, like, Tobey Maguire to do it. No, they fucking didn't. They did. And um, he had, like, a Q&A session with the kids and all, and that was cool. And what? then, like, uh, every bunk uh, got to take a picture with him, and I don't have it anymore. But because I was the tallest kid in the bunk, I was put, like, right in the back row. And all my life, being put in the back row photos is, like, horrible, because I'm just, like, that one nowhere near the center of the picture. Well, this yeah. time, I was in the middle of the back row, which means I'm right in front of Toby. And... Toby, just, like, during the photo shoot, like, puts his hand on my shoulder, and that's the time Spider-Man touched me as a child. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah. What did Toby McGuire smell like? <laughs> what a weird question. Web fluid. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, like when so... I was in California and saw Jay Leno in person. That was weird. Did, right. did you get crushed by his chin? Oh, I was afraid. Okay, <laughs> so on that note, this is the Ringo Zone. Welcome to the Ringo to. Zone podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. We, oh, I didn't realize we started recording. Okay. Yeah, that, well, that yeah that's why I was telling that. That's why I was waiting for you to tell the story. So. Well, okay, fine. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> the, you know, we're uh, we're talking about um, full disclosure today, which is the end of Stephen Bomb 1. And tomorrow you'll be hearing the beginning of Stephen Bomb 2. I'm Dylan, one of your co-hosts. So, introduce yourselves. Uh... I'm Evan. I got bit by a radioactive podcaster, and now I am here. Uh, I'm Sabath. I'm his little sidekick that's about half his highs. <laughs> and I'm Max. I was just, uh, when, I, when I was a child, uh, my parents were killed by people who don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> so now I make podcasts. Were you behind a podcast theater? I was. They were doing that was uh, that was where they were showing or um rather displaying the live recording of the Mark of Zorro podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Otherwise known as Broad Shame. Kevin Smith does have a podcast recording like theater, so like, technically someone could have their parents killed outside yeah, there, of it. There, are, could... there are like people well, that I think do podcasts live. Yeah. So, uh, so oh, wait, disclosure, hey. it makes me think, you know, parents dying, kids dying, Craig thought that his kid was going to die, which I was going to say uh, sucks. Sweet segue, bro. Sweet <laughs> segue, bro. Sweet segue, bro. We are hey. not making that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like thing, every guys. every podcast I've I've been in on. Oh, don't mention where I've been. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> there's always been a sweet segue. <laughs> one of them said that. Yeah, so, we should get like a <laughs> get like a rat like a guitar noise every time someone does like a, a like the Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, we should get yeah use that actually. Yeah, oh my god. All right. I think we should just have Randy just find us like. That weird sound that Pearl makes when she like interfaces with the hand chip. Just well, have him play that. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> cool. uh, so I was oh. gonna say though, just poor Greg. At twice now, he's thought that his kid was dead. Like when was guy, the first time? When Space Racer was like five seconds. Yeah. Where he's like, my son just exploded in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a very like two times. And it curls now. up on the floor. Yeah. Like Space and Greg do not get along. Actually, I got a fun story that I meant to tell you. Um, okay. <laughs> This is not related to Steven Universe. Uh, this is more related oh, to great. your heritage. Uh, I okay. was at work, and there was, oh 
there was this new girl at work and um she's like so who are you what's your what's your story and i'm like uh, i don't know and she's like you a jew and i'm like what <laughs> what <laughs> well don't like, leave us hanging I? are like, you <laughs> i'm not no but i I've, I've been made fun of for being jewish uh no you're like ha, ha, just, does she you, have a ha, problem ha. with that i was like did i get hit in the head with a history book while i was thinking about wor- studying for a test on world war ii and i got transported back to the holocaust days to learn a lesson are you a Jew? <laughs> Ma- magic treehouse yeah. style Learn it firsthand. That's that's the worst episode of that show. Oh my god! I'm just imagining now an episode of the Magic School Bus where they go to like a concentration camp. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh. See, that reminds me of a bus which carries a lot of people in Greg's van, which can carry a lot of people. So let's get back to that, which reminds me of Greg's hilarious uh, loud music CDs. No, those are awesome. Dylan, 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 I need to tell you something. What? Full disclosure, your segues are terrible. Hey! I, okay. <laughs> that was good. But I'm Tiss. I hate you both. Yeah. I love Wait, you all, but you're all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terribly okay, awesome. But really, full disclosure, uh, what do we like about this episode? Greg's faces in the song. <laughs> it's the most real, one? in my opinion. Yeah. It has the best joke in the entire Steven Universe, like, everything, and that is... The, the Crocodile! Jazz, Jazz hands! hands. <laughs> you always it, is say this, you're is Steven Crocodile. But then you never do yeah. it! And we, were, we were talking earlier when we were watching it together just now, that, like, that means that she's tried more than once. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of times. Around the, and Pearl has been on board before. And no, I've drawn, I mean, I've drawn that the only piece of fan art I've ever made is just Amethyst standing in a moat around the temple, and because she can't commit to the crocodile, she's shapeshifted into a moose. <laughs> I can't do I like I have it. commitment issues. Oh, dear, but like, okay, considering it. that the episode had a musical bit, and there was a crocodile, and even the crocodile's not alligators, would this be Steven Universe's version of the big-lipped alligator moment? Huh? What I don't is know that? that is. You don't know what that I've is? I've never heard of that. I go, look it up on TV Trumps right now. The, bi- the Big Lift Alligator just, moment just tell is, us a, is a, is a unwarranted... By... I, I was fucking explaining yeah, okay, it. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I was the one who brought it up. Why do you lift... to explain it? Because I was first okay, to fine, start do explaining. It. Go. The Big Lift Alligator moment is a turn coined by the nostalgia critic from All Dogs Gone to Heaven, in which there's like this scene with a singing alligator with big lips that has nothing to do with anything else in the movie. So Big Lift Alligator moment is codenamed for like a sudden scene in a work of fiction that like comes out of nowhere, has no build up to it, has nothing to do with anything, and, it's never and mentioned after it's again. over, is never mentioned again. You have to fucking <laughs> step on my toes. I know, I did. I had to. Oh, now I'm going to step on your toes, and my shoe size is 15. So ah, damn hurt. it, you're the only guy that's got bigger feet than I do. My shoe size is 13. I bitch, I win. Oh shit, I 13. Am a fucking titan. Why is it? Okay, I never met anybody in person that had bigger shoes than me, and then you guys, both of you. Yeah, I had to order my shoes on the internet, so yeah, it's, a, it's an issue. I had to buy like four pairs at a time, or else it's just obnoxious to do later. That's crazy. Um, yeah, me too. All right, uh, back on track. Speaking uh, of uh, ordering on the internet. I mean, the thing is, I mean, the thing is, I'm not trying to get us like derails here. I think I feel like there's not a lot to talk about with this episode. Yeah, you know, it, it is kind of. Like I don't think one so. of those. It's like it's the pretty good. I like this episode um, a lot. Or or political power, rather. Yeah, P- 
political power of the return though in this one they're kind of like point a to point b there's not it's not super juicy which is it's a really good episode but there's not a lot well, to be like well what do you think well, that it doesn't imply anything but it does, it, or something? It, so it does bring up a couple of talking points of i'm well you know maybe steven kind of learns his lesson immediately in this episode you know like he has a problem and yeah. he learns it which is a cool thing that the show does sometimes i i obviously don't listen to ronaldo that's what the <laughs> yeah well like i, I remember my, uh i mean well, my opinion I feel for like the he, show he is, learns is a... it takes it takes it i mean well who, who's go... are you are you talking the boss go <laughs> okay where where Evan go it says he disappeared whatever well we're just gonna keep talking yeah he's gone he's all right just... um anyway so uh i mean the idea that i had with the show was uh or with this episode at least was that um it's it's sort of like cementing this theme that the show has that it doesn't really go along with what people are used to in cartoons or shows in general, uh, where Steven takes the the path that you probably would take. You know, when you think of a hero, they always leave their loved ones behind to protect them. Steven doesn't. You know, you don't you don't and really it see that. Never works. Yeah, it works. Uh, it's- I, I liked Ronaldo's whole speech a lot, personally, just because it was so fucking Ronaldo. And it's well, like, I think, yeah, it's like he he uh, like I think yeah. I was just gonna say he had a point that it was like he was right, but like he didn't realize that why he was right, which means that like it's like such a confusing thing of like does he have any? Because he's like Wait, okay, he okay, believes sorry, himself he like, right? because like but, he like, does he does know this insane like insane fact about like not that he's right the way he's acting, but like. The fact that he has any legitimacy to say that he has any kind of burden, because he does technically know about this insane conspiracy, but he doesn't really have any reasoning to believe it. But he does know, so it's, but he does believe it. So it's a really weird, like, is he- well, okay. So here's my thoughts on this episode. Ronaldo teaches Stephen that like sometimes you have to like you know lie to protect the people, but Stephen learns that you don't have to lie to all the people to protect all the people. You know, it's okay to let some people. And which is a lesson Bruce Wayne could learn once in a while. Um, but, like, I love that Ronaldo feels like he has, like, this terrible burden on his shoulders. Like, he watched The Dark Knight and was like, that's me. Well, kind of think... like how Max does for this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, what? Huh? What do I do? What are you accusing me of, sir? <laughs> of, of, of being the Dark Knight of our podcast. <laughs> Let me explain of something watching to you. Dark Knight being like, I'm gonna be like Batman for this podcast. No, 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 fuck you. Please do. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> the Nolan vs. Batman is the worst version of Batman. That's not Batman. Whoa. That's a guy in a Batman suit. Yeah. And anyway, there was there was the first like you know official AMV in this episode. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, an in series AMV, which is uh, hold on. What about kind of um... Batman, the one with the codpiece and nipples? Oh god, yeah. So that was the funny. first. It was That's the first funny. AMV in okay. the series. No, but it's like um, it's like uh, what was I trying to say? Um, oh yeah, no, it's like uh, because we were talking about this earlier when we were watching the episode. Like uh, it's interesting how Steven Bomb kind of made everything weird in scheduling because one day season one ends and the next day season two begins. And obviously they included all that footage from the previous episode because they're trying to get, you know, like they're trying to refresh people. But the idea was that would have been after a season break. So it's interesting how Cartoon Network scheduling just kind of disregards how the actual production of Steven Universe. Yeah, what happened it. with that? Does anyone know? 
What with why they shuffled them around? Yeah, like why the episodes are like that. Well, okay, yeah, it's it's pretty simple. Okay, so these episodes work really really well together in a row, and they keep like within five days that arc is pretty much like settled. So they moved them around there to have like you know a little bit of a spree because of spring break, and there was going to be a lot of kids at home, and it was like an ideal time to have cartoons airing. And then they just boost some episodes and it worked fine. I, I find it weird that people get so upset over that or like or like the true viewing order is the correct. Like, okay, you know what? It's not the true viewing order anymore because the true viewing order is the order we fucking viewed them in. So now that we've seen them this way, it worked. The crew doesn't really have an issue with it. They were like, if there was that great post Matt Burnett, Burnett made where he was like, if this is really an issue, I'll come to your house and destroy your TV for you. If you really can't watch it this way. Because it's really, we saw it in this order canonically. This is the order. This is the order now. It's like it's, it, I think it works fine, personally. Yeah, because if you if you watch one episode before the other, because the other the next one isn't even available, the when you do finally see the next episode, you have all your your thoughts and and predispositions. So yeah, the way you saw it is the original order, because exactly yeah yeah you're, the way I, you were I don't thinking th- I don't... is affected by the previous episode. And honestly, I, I don't think it's, it's I mean, if you're showing this show to a, a new fan, I don't think it's like really a good thing to show to them in like the correct viewing order, because like you should show it to them the way that everybody else who watched the show experienced it. And they should like have the version of the canon. That's a version of the canon. And right now there's some weird typing noises going on right now. And I'm very sorry to everybody that's listening. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, because like I got distracted well, by something. Well, think about the whole hubbub that people had when, uh, with, with whole uh, with like shirt t-shirt club and how that was technically supposed to be part of first season i mean but because we saw it in that order and it wasn't part of the first season we we had all those predispositions from the previous i episode. love shirt club yeah but like i love that episode. Yeah. yeah and i i think that that people and this is what drives me crazy is that they're like it was a bad it, it was because it was put into this new viewing order then now there's filler non-stop and i first of all there's no goddamn filler and second of all, the only god that you would not even know that this was an issue if you didn't see Garnet's outfit change. That's the only reason you have any fucking inkling that this happened. It entirely fits in with the rest of the show. I like I like it the order that it's in. I've heard people argue that it's like, well, after you see the other episode with Buck Dewey, now that you see Shirt Club, it makes a lot more sense. Or something. I mean, just shut the fuck up. I it think works people fine. were just upset that they didn't get two juicy episodes, quote unquote, back to back. Yeah, okay, and you know what, though? Here, here, guess what? Find me a fucking show, honestly. There's not that many, and there are some, but that get to put their all their episodes in the order they want to, because it's extremely fucking rare. It almost Basically, never happens. Basically, only shows that are completely and totally story-driven. Exactly, yeah, and, he's like, and so story-driven that you can't And this is one, single, of the like, few, sto- like, one of the few, if not the only shows, that actually has like a cohesive arc and plot on Cartoon Network yeah. all channels. Like, Venture Brothers, the fucking eighth episode will be aired second sometimes. It doesn't make any sense, if you look at it that way, to see, to say that now, okay, the only correct way is to view it that way. It just, I don't know. Yeah, and if the show doesn't apply to the main story plot, then why does it matter? I would say the one the one problem I have with Stephen Bomb, and this is, it was controversial to say, but it's just... I don't like that now everyone's all fucking spoiled and we're like crackheads over like we need more, we need more, we need more of that homeworld plot, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. It's like, no, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Enjoy the show. It's a good yeah. show. You were watching the show before that and you liked it. And you are addicted to the gay lesbian rocks. <laughs> yeah. Which is why They're... I hope Stephen Bomb Two happens and nothing of importance happens at all. Like they reorder the episode. Me too. <laughs> I know they didn't reorder those, but I wish they reordered it so that nothing with the homeworld. Nothing happened. ever happened. I would be upset, but it would be funny to watch the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> because um it's like uh 
Because, I mean, the thing is, Stephen Bomb 2 is not like to give people tons of Steven Universe. It's that for the summer, they did like one week of everything. Uh, currently, we're in the Uncle Grandpa week. Uh, last week was Adventure Time with the finale, and holy crap, what a bizarre that finale. Was a weird one. And then And then we're coming up to Steven Bomb, and I don't know if anything is after I, that. Th- but, nothing is officially yeah. after um, that, I don't think, but obviously there will be stuff. Yeah, and um, I, I really, I don't know, I... I think it would also be another big influx of fans because now that Stephen Bomb one happened, like there was a humongous influx, so now there's more people to like convert people on over well, after Stephen Bomb two fair, happens and everyone. I only out. think that happened because Stephen Bomb one was so crazy good. Yeah, it had like that explosive season one finale. No, I get you. I'm... Like that's when within an hour, my friend is like, "So you know that show Stephen Universe you're always talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. Those Ruby and Sapphire characters from it are all over my Tumblr dash. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, like that was like yeah. within an hour. Well, I'm just saying because the hype that this brings up now, more people will be inclined to be like, well, now there's five more episodes that are potentially really plot heavy because that question mark seems pretty big. It's sort of the kindergarten episode that's coming up. Yeah, but I know I feel like uh, Ronaldo in this episode is kind of a commentary on like what the fans can be. Yeah, like maybe it was intentional, but I, I, no, I don't think it was intentional. Because, I mean, how would they know that Stephen Bomb would blow up like that? They didn't when they made the episode. But, like, it's just kind of really reflective. Because uh, the thing is, like, the fans just got a little of this one thing, and now they expect to be like that all the time. And guys, you're reflecting Ronaldo. Like, the thing I get from this episode and uh, previous stuff, like, um, if we ever do an episode on uh, Keep Beach City Weird, I really want to get into this. But Ronaldo is, like, fucking crazy and dangerous yeah, and is. i know we're gonna get an episode with him during Stephen bomb to the return of the bar <laughs> so, um, straight to dvd guys so i the squeakle exactly. <laughs> so oh god no. i like that so one. um like i'm kind of excited to see like uh-oh what horrible shit does ronaldo cause will steven lose an arm <laughs> now like, is, is, is ronaldo though i think people i see i see the point that he's dangerous potentially because he's He's like potentially has a he does have a gem item, but I don't know if you know what to do with it. I can see that happening, but I can't imagine him intentionally being in the bad guy. And then if he was intentionally fucking with the gems, it would be because of a justified reason from his perspective. So I yeah, can't no, ever Ronaldo, imagine him being. I don't like those theories that he's actually an, a villain. Like or, Ronaldo's not evil, but he could be the kind of villain that's hero of his own story. Yeah, or or, or that's just a fucking idiot by uh, by accident hurts people. That's what I think is more likely. Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's not about being evil. It's about being misguided. And, and there's just this guys, buffalo you know, that, going through our podcast. There's an avalanche. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, they crushed <laughs> <laughs> It's a buff. He can't walk anymore. His legs. My oh. ankles are crushed. Guys, why are we... Now no one will ever hear him again. What an guys, alien experience on this podcast. I'm going to slap you right in the, on the... Slap you right in the... Knuckles. For those of you who don't know, we record this podcast oh. in the in the middle of the Himalayas. We we always we take that packet to the heart of it, to the the tippy. Basically, the only reason I'm not talking all the time is because I have to walk outside the cave and box away the Yetis. <laughs> yeah, this is, this podcast is kind of like the Iger sanction, whereas I'm trying to figure out which one of yeah, them I have to kill. We've, uh, so. Well, that's why Randy's <laughs> any Iger sanctioned fans out there. There you go. The five Iger sanctioned fans. That was I don't even you. know what that is. Nobody's seen that movie. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. Okay, I don't want to do this really quickly. Clint Eastwood is an art historian. He's commissioned by some weird government agency led by a guy named Dragon, who's an albino, who has to be inside of a dark room at all times, like a red dark room. Do. And he's given constant blood transfusions. And he talks like this. <laughs> like the... So, he... 
basically gets Clint Eastwood to become an assassin again because um, he will otherwise have the IRS be sick on him because he has all these expensive paintings, and they don't know who the guy they have to kill is, so he has to go on a giant mountain climb on a mountain that he's never been able to climb before because he's a mountain climber, and he has to figure out which one of them is the bad guy, and it includes a scene where he meets a character named Jemima Brown, and then <laughs> okay, takes okay, her this to is, like, this, this, is, okay, this is the this end, is... I just had to finish it, it's a black woman named Jemima Brown, he takes her to his cabin in the middle of the woods, and he tells a rape joke and then fucks her. Wow. So it's terrible. That's Those a real are my movie. two favorite okay, series. Okay, so is that Black Woman Jemima and Cabin. Cabin Syrup. <laughs> I, I could swear I could swear there was like an episode of Archer there was, like that in the latest they, season. Yeah, they referenced yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, who's gonna get this? It was not like, me. Great. Well, yeah. but there was definitely an episode of Archer <laughs> about that. What a great show, Archer. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is great? Yeah. The Steven Universe. Boom. Nah, that's 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 show. I hate that show. That terrible. Yeah. I, I really like Steven's ringtone because I use it now. Yeah, we were just watching great. it. I just wanted to say shout out to that. <laughs> you, awesome. We were just watching it and uh, Dylan was like, I think it's my phone. And we're all just like, you're an idiot. Damn it. You're watching the episode right now. The, the one time you watched the episode. And and as long as we're telling lies about things that happen, then Evan was finally found attractive by somebody. I have, uh, <laughs> I have, he has proof. It's true, I do. I have, I have fan mail. Really? So, oh, somebody's you? like, you're so handsome. Why, why don't you some read of some of it right okay. now on the podcast? And now Evan's going to read some uh, fan mail. Dear Evan. I have listened to every episode of this podcast time and time and time again. I all am, four times. I am away <laughs> at war, but you're a soldier. Yeah, it's a, it's a lady okay. soldier, but your voice—no discrimination no, no, here. But your voice has kept me warm <laughs> and kept me away. In, in Afghanistan. Afghanistan, I'm now overheating. It's really hot in Afghanistan, <laughs> but your voice has kept me warm and cool at the same time. All the best, EXO, EXO. Lady Soldier Rhonda. And I just like to imagine you responded to her with a letter. Uh, Dear Rhonda, no, <laughs> yeah, was, no, forever. And even after that. <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to say a little thing I noticed watching it again today that um, Kiki and Petey are friends. Your friendship. Best fucking them. friendship of all time. That's <laughs> I just realized that's what that would Probably. be. Probably. Um, yes. Also, also, like I like that. Like I said it in another episode, I think, with that I fucking hate it when television shows that Buffalo herd just will not stop running through Again, podcasts. Again, the Himalayas. Same. But I hate it when television shows have a smart. They don't have all smartphones because like nobody has a fucking flip phone anymore besides drug dealers and burners. <laughs> but um, fucking like. Okay, stop. Talking. Yeah, really. So Steven, it's not me. Although has a smartphone, we, yeah, I'm not doing nothing. Off. I, I know I'm not touching it. Um, so, it so I, like, so there's a ghost. Okay, we have a sorry, ghost we, in the podcast, everybody. I'm very sorry. It's, it's a haunted. Guys, are we haunted? <laughs> yeah. <podcast> haunted? <laughs> it yes. very well be. I but am just, a ghost. Oh no! Get out of my soul! <laughs> like, man, let's get out of here. Oh, that was. <laughs> Okay, so no, just Steven has a smartphone and Connie doesn't, but it just seems like such a Connie parent move to do to be like, we're not going to get her some flashy thing that can get on the internet. We're going to get her, I don't know, this old ass, like, 
burner esque phone. I really like that a lot. Hey, my my. It's a weird small detail. My kids That's aren't gonna have a cell phone until they until they get the age that I got my first cell phone. I was sixteen. What was it? Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't get my first. I got one when I was like twelve. Yeah, same. For emergencies, but yeah. Yeah, I got I got one when I was. My parents 13. trusted me. <laughs> I mean, I have nobody to call except my parents, so it was uh, cool. They, they're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going out. No, I go to the park behind the school at twelve at, at one in the morning with my friends and a box of Monster Energy drinks. Okay, bye. <laughs> See, I live in like the middle of the woods and had no friends. I had some. So, friends. I like yeah. to imagine he was like some grizzly bear man out in the woods, uh, and all you do is talk to yourself about how great Steven Universe is, <laughs> covered yeah. in leaves and shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm like. So, Mr. Furry, let me tell you about the complex gender How dynamics present in the show. How did you find a furry in the, in the woods? And he's just like, don't you have a convention to get to? Mr. Furry is just... And then he responds, uh, what genders? <laughs> don't you have some Sonic the Hedgehog to be playing, Mr. Furry? Yeah, exactly. The bear says they're gender. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, How, oh, I'm watching the show on my, on my wooden log cabin TV. With barrel, barrel I don't have vision. you know, sir, that I crap out more thorough understandings of the show than you say on your podcast. Yeah, I listen to it on a <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was trying to think of something to say with the show, but I, I'm not going to go through this whole episode. So Connie calls Steven. He's like, everything crazy happened, or sort of. And then, um, he doesn't say anything. Uh, then, um, uh, Greg is like, what happened? And Steven's like, stuff happened, okay. And then he walks around, he meets with Ronaldo, and he sings a little song, and then he sneaks out of his house, and then Connie comes and talks to him. That's the whole episode. I want to, like, think about it connected to some other episode, but it, it's kind of difficult to do. Well, I mean, that's just, that's just the thing, is, like, this is an episode that is, like, a big, calm breathing yeah. after the hectic finale and everything. So the thing is, there's a lot that happens emotionally, but like not, nothing. Yeah, I think. Well, like, I, yeah, mean, well, I think, think of it this way. I, remember, I mean, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, think of it this way, though. You you just said like, does it connect to other episodes? Like like it has to connect to episodes ahead of it, but it connects to two episodes behind it. Well, that's what it, it's really recapping. What, what is that noise? Because yeah. they, I don't think they probably. Who is chewing a? Yeah, it was. Seriously, it actually sounds like there's Who a fucking. Who is eating a Jolly Rancher right mic, next to their it's, microphone? It's, yeah, it's. Uh. <laughs> so, um, I if, was if all eating of us sour are hearing, patch kids, really but weird. not just now. Right, yeah, so um, I was gonna say though, they they maybe didn't know where this one was gonna land, but if they thought they were gonna have to have a break between the the two seasons, it probably made a lot of sense actually. Put that to, um, uh, okay, seriously, does anyone else hear the wailing and thundering? Yeah, I'm going to go through these recordings afterwards and try to see if I can get rid of those. So if we've been talking about I that, think, then... I think we need to have a fucking exorcism. Yeah. If we've been talking about that, you know what we're talking about. Then good! Everything's been successful and we've exercised this podcast of the ghosts. And if you do know what we're talking about, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, this ghost. <laughs> yeah. Unless you send this podcast to a friend, you will die in ten minutes. A ghost will come to your house. <laughs> Just leave it in. Just leave it in. <laughs> yeah, actually, if you don't send this podcast to ten people, you're gonna you have the runs yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> and Rhonda will never write you oh, a love letter no. again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is a little like, it's like 
I think this episode was like a, a um, difficult to talk about. We all agreed on that, that. But um, I think because of that, <laughs> let's kind of stick it to thirty minutes. Um, so, does anybody have any final thoughts before Max? Maybe you want to read us your um, your rally, rally cry. Oh, oh, yeah, that's we right. have I forgot. Two coming up. Yeah. So we have Stephen Bob two coming up. So this is the last one of these. So this is, we'll keep making this one a little short and sweet, you know, because whatever, who cares? So make sure you listen to the next ones though. Because Stephen Bob two, yo, it's gonna um, be sweet. Yeah. Five days. So my final thought on this one: uh, just Kiki Petey friendship. That's the best small detail ever. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, my opinion, I I don't know. I thought it was a great continuity thing. All the destruction. I don't know. I liked the whole episode. I liked all of it. I thought there was a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. I got to add the title card. My favorite oh, title yeah. Card it's, it's so good. Because yeah. it still has all the Honestly, little bits in it and everything. This is one of my favorite anyway. episodes. Yeah. I love this episode. I just like, I wish I had more to say about yeah, it. Yeah, same here. Know, like... Yeah, it is actually one of my favorite episodes. And I don't have very much to say about it. You're right. I mean, it's it's definitely, it's definitely like the episode I enjoy rewatching the least, at least, like lined up maybe with some of the very early season one episodes. But. I mean, it's good. It serves a purpose. It's not bad. Like, I don't think there are any bad episodes of the show. Yeah. My least favorite um, episode? Yeah. Catfingers. Mine too. I don't like that. I don't love that one. Uh, uh, I like My least favorite? Uh, onion, onions, uh, onion trade. Oh. I didn't like I that one that much either. I like onion in it, but like, and I like the guys. I thought that was funny, but like, it just seemed funny because it just made onion out from this weird little like troublemaker to this huge dick. <laughs> He's a huge dick. He's the biggest asshole. Uh, did you guys see someone? Did you guys the see the Photoshop someone put together for us? Uh, the, on Piccolo. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. On First fan um, art for this podcast. Yeah. What? It was uh, it's on the subreddit. It's it's on this in the red. It was we'll, we'll, we'll send okay. it to you afterwards. No, I'll go look. We can no, we can. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Grimnismal. Grimnismal. Yeah. Grimnismal. Yeah, you're great. We hope you're listening to this. What's hey, up, that's there. You, oh, that, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna have to put the word over that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, All right. So Max, Max, take us out. Lead us into the next episode, which will be airing the day after you hear this one. All right. So yes, uh, my friends, we are about to go into Stephen Bomb Two. So uh, Evan, could you maybe mute your microphone because I think like ninety percent right. of that horrid noise is you. Okay. Listen up, maggots! <laughs> Steven Bomb 2 is upon us. For a lot of you, that means tears. But tears are bad. Here's why. You are familiar with Rebecca Sugar. You may not be familiar with the fact that she is an eldritch horror. She feasts on your tears. By making you cry, she gains power to live longer and longer, spreading sadness throughout eternity. If you cry, she lives on, and humanity suffers. I am going to help you strengthen yourself. My name is Max. I have never cried at an episode of Steven Universe. In fact, I have not cried at Elwork of Fiction in 14 years since I was a wimpy piss baby like you are now. I am the anti-sugar. I am sour. And I am now your general. Follow me and I will lead you to glory. Are you... Bravo. There are three chief ways to combat oh, sugar's tear extracting methods. They're all mastery of... Okay, thank you, basic training. First, first is anger. Now, Commander this is one that I excel at. Let rage be your guide. If you feel yourself getting sad, get angry instead. <laughs> Hate sugar for making you feel bad. Hate yourself 
for letting her spite your feelings and emotional weakness because you are a man and that is what men do if you are not a man guess what sister you are now a mister for the duration of this campaign you are now a man and if you think that kind of thought isn't very progressive good get angry at it harness that anger hate it hate me hate all the injustice in the world just distract yourself from sadness given to rage if you are too much of a goddamn hippie coward, you may find the second method better for you. Happiness. Sadness is negativity, and negativity is the opposite of joy. So be joyful, you beautiful pile of bones and meat parts. Enjoy Steven Universe. It is a fun show. Rejoice in your lesbian space rocks. Take solace in the cute moments instead of the sad ones. Look at silly fan art. Think on your favorite jokes from the episodes. Find external sources of joy if need be. Experience the sublime natural beauty of a sunset. Hug your loved ones. Eat chocolate and masturbate if you have to. Just engorge yourself on positivity so negativity has no room inside of you. The third and final method is apathy. Train yourself to be emotionally dead by overloading yourself with sad things before the Steven bomb begins. Be a hollow shell of a human being, unable to feel things in a meaningful way. Think about whatever makes you saddest and expose yourself to it over and over, so long as it is not Steven Universe, because that defeats the purpose of all of this. I will be watching the Batman the Animated Series episode, Hard of Ice. You will probably be watching Old Yeller or something. I don't give a fuck. When you have evolved into a soulless automaton, sugar will no longer be able to extract tears from you. And if you lack the fortitude for any of these methods, there is a last-ditch effort you can undergo. If you find yourself crying during the Steven bomb, eat something <laughs> sour. Get some warheads, lick the sour crystals off a bag of sour patch tears without eating any of the sweet gummy candy. Shove a gallon of lime juice down your fucking hippopotamus gullet if you have to. You weak will pile of milk. So long as your face scrunches up, Rebecca Sugar. I've almost got it, I've almost got it. Oh god damn it. it. So long as your face scrunches up. Spock. <laughs> Rebecca Sugar will not be able to gain power even if you do. That's why I can't do stand up comedy. Uh, <laughs> because the tears <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> calm down, calm down. No. Hey, what is this, uh, this movement's logo look like? Is this a legend okay, wait, I got it. I've almost got it. I've almost got it. Because the tears <laughs> of an anus face weasel like this <laughs> are completely unpalatable to her. Prepare for war. Prepare for sugar. Prepare for the steam. Alright, so I got one question. Uh, is it a is it is the, it a the, no. the logo the logo is a the logo is a really sour face with a puckered up anus face. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is, is, it a, is it a face weasel that looks like an anus, or is it a weasel that's a face anus? <laughs> the weasel is metaphorical. <laughs> you don't understand. You're all shit, Lawrence. So, thank you all for listening to the Yeah, we love so you guys. Thanks a lot. Get ready for combat.
All yeah, right, see you we'll guys. see you tomorrow or or the the day after that, depending on when this gets released. So, uh, I love you. Bye-bye. 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 B